Welcome to Capgemini's podcast on diversity and inclusion. Diversity and inclusion is often a policy question with targets and goals, but ultimately it's about making everybody feel at home at an organization. But we also know that in practice, that is not always the case. So what to do when people feel like they don't belong or when they slip through the cracks of the culture of the organization? Well, at Capgemini, they may go to the Employability and Inspiration Center. And today, I am joined by two coaches at the E&IC, Evelien Bonebakker and Wim Nieuwenhuizen. Thank you very much for joining me. Thanks. Thanks. Well, before we dive into the D&I question, so diversity and inclusion, and especially mm-hmm. inclusivity uh, today, uh, let's first hear about what the E&IC does. The Employability and Inspiration Center is a coaching center we have within Capgemini, a unique facility. Uh, we coach colleagues from Capgemini, Society, Capgemini Engineering on all kinds of topics. Uh, examples of these topics are what do I want to do in my career or what is the purpose I'm living for or what will be my next step or, for example, I feel like I'm going to a burnout, what do I have to do to stop uh, doing that? Uh, these are the kinds of questions we try to answer. We, we we coach the colleagues to help them find their own answers to these questions. Yes, sounds predominantly professional questions, but also personal. It is both. Um, because uh, everything that happens in your personal lives affect also your work life. So especially now when you're working from home and you can not leave your emotional things uh, next to your bed and go to your work and uh, leave it there. Maybe you're still on your bed when you're working. (laughs) Yes, that's uh, possible now. Both of you are a coach there, but you're also colleagues, obviously, because you work for Capgemini, but you also have experience in the field as consultants. So we have a background as a consultant, so we know what it's like uh, to be at the client side, uh, to have an intake, uh, but also to spend a couple of weeks on the bench. And on the other side, we are uh, uh, certificate coaches. Um, so we have a good education as being a coach and several years experience. Yeah, it's a nice combination. And uh, Wim, you, you mentioned uh, the entire uh, Capgemini group in the Netherlands mm-hmm. is your target group, which right. is like 5,000 people. So uh, that seems like a lot. So how many people do you actually have day-to-day? Well, if, if day-to-day, um, uh, at this moment, for example, we have uh, 67 people we are coaching. During all the years we exist, since 2012, we have coached more than 1,300 people. Oh, so that's that's a serious number. Yeah. And, and, and among these people, um, how many come to you with a a case that you could relate to one of our diversity and inclusion topics like sexual orientation, different cultures, maybe disabilities. Do you recognize that in your work as well? Yes, sure, sure. And sometimes it's very easy to recognize. Sometimes it's it's more subtle. But, but for example, uh, a colleague I have coached, um, he had uh, uh, a problem with his energy. Um, and, 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 and in fact, he was always very tired but he was continuing working as a project manager and uh, he uh, had a burnout mm-hmm. and 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 then he came to me to to re to start again after the burnout the, the the main topic i have coached him on it was was accepting what was going on 
right? because he was fighting the fact that he had this uh, disease. He had he had very few energy, and um, uh, well, after a few months, he started to realize it. It was serious, mm-hmm. and he had to really do something with it. And from that moment on, things started to change for him, and and he accepted what was going on, and he made new choices to stop working in the end because that was too heavy for him but first he 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 has there was a fight of a few months and and in fact he 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 was fighting with me mm-hmm. during the coaching but he was in fact fighting with himself yeah and it's also what he recognized when we finished the, the whole uh, coaching yeah but 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 the hard part for him was to really uh absorb accept belief that yeah this is something serious and i have to deal with it yeah and he didn't want to do that for years because he didn't want it to be there but yeah denying is not uh, will not uh, make it go away yeah and what about you uh, yes i'm coaching now an, um, a chinese guy and he uh, struggles with his background the two cultures uh, uh, having a chinese background but also living in the netherlands with the dutch culture and uh, the asian culture is um about performing very well that you mean something that you're worth it if you have a high position Mm -hmm. so that is about working hard making long hours because you have to work all your uh, uh private hours um to really um achieve something but that's not what he wants to be because he's already very um grateful what he achieved so far and so if, are you only looking at the future what the next steps will be or are you on, uh, also appreciating what you have achieved so far so we are talking about that as well and that's different than the way he's raised Mm-hmm. and how his siblings are doing it. Yeah. Do you, do you also see that with for example religious values? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I I've coached someone uh who was very religious and in fact um at the end of the coaching um he chose to dedicate his life to religion. Mm-hmm. And and he stopped working for Capgemini and 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 he he started doing voluntary work with a religion uh, background and 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 it was very hard for him to make that choice eh, because he had uh, the the financial uh, security of course for if, in working for Capgemini he, he he yeah he didn't have that security anymore so how to deal with that but for him for him it was so important the religion that that I helped him make that choice you, and, you think like long run he would have been very unhappy and maybe even unproductive at Capgemini. Yeah, well, it it, it 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 became harder and harder for him to combine the two. Yeah. Right? The regular life as a consultant and his religious life. And and for him the religion was so fundamental, uh, he wanted to really uh bring that into practice. And then yeah, so 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 helping someone to really live those values that's what uh, we did in the coaching is that the common denominator here that your the outcome of a of of a coaching session with you should be that you make a an authentic choice and that you're happy yeah. yes regardless Inclu- of whether you stay exactly. with it yes inclusion doesn't mean that you stick within capgemini it means that you want to belong somewhere or within a company and if it's not a fit anymore or 
it's not a fit, then every conclusion is okay as long as you do what you want. Yeah, sometimes you can make it fit, but sometimes the best choice is to not. Okay. And that's also okay. And how do you how do you approach this this belonging question in your coaching, for example? Because if inclusivity is about belonging, can you make people feel like they belong? And, and do people come to you with feeling that they don't belong to begin with? Sometimes they have that feeling. Sometimes they feel they are alone and they do not do not belong to the company or to the practice. And then uh, we start investigating uh, what's what's happening. And is that usually like a diversity and inclusion issue or could that be? There like can be anything. Anything. A lot of people think they're not good enough, that they're not smart enough, not tall enough, not thin enough, not experienced enough, not young enough, not old enough, whatever. <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything. Um, and we see that quite often. And that's the uh, it, it's also a part of shame. And shame is one of the basic emotions. So everybody has that. But how do you deal with that? Because if you feel not good enough, that you're going to please, to, to perfect, to, to overachieve things because uh, you want to prove that you're worth it, not only to others, but also to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's a really uh, big pitfall. Especially if it's not never good enough. Eh? You put the bar higher and higher. So we teach people that they are good enough as a person. You are the way you are. And that doesn't mean that you cannot develop yourself. Because accepting who you are doesn't mean that your ambition go away. It means that you as a person with your talents, your your qualities, but also all the crazy things about you... Uh, <laughs> Are okay, and uh, Vim. Uh, of course, in a podcast, nobody will notice, but you are visually impaired, so you have uh, you have lost a lot of your sight uh, while you were working for Capgemini. Does that also help you become a coach that can empathize with people um, in a way that you know you said makes them feel like I'm not the only one? Yes, 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 for sure. That's happening because. Um uh, the the process of accepting something difficult is a very hard process, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 losing um, uh, my 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 visual capacities uh, is a hard process, uh, and and so I have gone through all the steps you can imagine, like uh, being mm-hmm. angry, denying. Uh, being afraid, uh, everything. Yeah. yeah you, you, when, when, when something hard happens, um, and I recognize that when I coach people that that have also tough topics to go through, mm-hmm. and then I tell them, I say, okay, I see what's happening, I feel what's happening, uh, and they feel recognized, and this is very important uh, that they feel that that they are seen and they are heard in their struggle. Mm-hmm. So um, yes, it's it's a very strong advantage. <laughs> well, if I would have <laughs> chosen, I, I I would have chosen for not having uh, all this. But um, it also gave me a lot of experience, uh, and it forced me to go through a hard process, but a process which is very valuable in my role as a coach. Yeah, well, that that really. Raises an interesting topic because I, I mentioned already like there is a, is a group that focuses on being inclusive for people with mental and physical disabilities. And at Capgemini, we call it capabilities. Mm-hmm. It starts with C-A-P, like Capgemini. Um, 
and that is because it focuses on the positive side. You yeah. can have some kind of disability, but it also brings a new perspective. And you just explained like this is exactly it's it's been very valuable to you. But you also mentioned like you wouldn't have chosen it. Yeah. Um, how do how do you feel about approaching physical disability from like a what can you still do perspective? How do you approach that? It is important to think about what you can do if you are being constructive and optimistic. Optimistic. This is very crucial to survive and to find new possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think in possibilities, very. Uh, well, a lot of things are possible. Um, but before you can do that, you have to accept the facts. And the facts are hard. Uh, because um, uh, really accepting the fact that I'm losing my sight, I, I knew it already for a long time, mm-hmm. but I didn't really swallow it emotionally. Right. I knew it with my head, but my heart was still in denial. And, and, and letting it in, in my heart, and really also mourning about this fact. Right. Well, that took me two years. It was, in fact, the period before I stopped driving my car. Mm. And then I, when I handed over my keys to my boss, mm-hmm. that was a hard moment. Yeah. And, uh, but, but that was also a new start for me, of, of, of more easy part of my life. And the hard work was done before that. And you have to do the hard work before before you can really think in possibilities. Because if you only think in possibilities but don't really accept the truth, the, the facts, then something is missing and you're not using your potential. Okay. Uh, and and at the same time, you know, um, you have you were already at Capgemini when your site started deteriorating. How do you feel also from a perspective of inclusivity, I mean, there's people who have similar, maybe not the eyesight, but similar problems. Uh, how do you feel Capgemini has dealt with you as an employee facing this kind of challenge? In a perfect way, to be honest, all those years. Oh, t- so, tell us, so, yeah, what's yeah, the perfect yeah, well, way? The, per- the perfect way is, well, it has to to come from both sides. Eh? So, so, so as as an employee, you have to be, you have to start, you have to tell what's going on and you have to tell what, what you need. If you do that, Capgemini gives you all the help you need. Yeah, a very good example of that is is the moment I had to stop driving my car. I already mentioned it. Um, I was very afraid of telling my boss that I would stop driving my car because at that moment in time, I was account manager. And I thought, yeah, when I tell that, he's going to fire me because an account manager without a car, how do you do that? So I waited for two years and I was like, oh, yeah, how do I do that? And oh... What will be my next work if I'm getting fired? And I was afraid. Well, a lot of energy went to this point. And then came the moment I told it. And he said, Wim, you are a good guy. Tell me what you need. And I give it to you. And I thought, why did I wait so long before telling this? And this is a good example of how Capgemini reacts. So this was a very constructive reaction yeah. to uh, to this moment. But, but you did say earlier that that's when the hard part part was already done. Yeah. Is that the phase that you went through yeah. doubting yourself and being scared of it? Yeah, because because there was no escape anymore for me uh, to to not tell it eh? because all the options I had in my head were gone. And the doctor told me, "Wim, you really have to stop driving now. It's dangerous." So I thought, "Yeah, okay, I'm I'm crazy if I continue." So that was the moment I really told it. Yeah. So the employee goes first 
and then the employer has to react accordingly and exactly. accommodate. Yeah. yeah, and he gave me all the support and need and and help and everything I could imagine. So, and that's that's the pattern I see all those years. Yeah, and that's something great to relay to your coaches as well, actually. Exactly. That they, that, but that you need trust to do that. Yeah. That's, but but that's hard because you don't know what's going to happen, and and so it's easy to get afraid. Yeah. And Evelyn, I, I, I know you you worked, you didn't see uh, Wim for a long time until uh, today here in the studio, but for, for you at the ENIC, uh, it's like a very normal thing to have Wim around. You have to kind of show him around sometimes if things have changed in the yes. office. <laughs> yes, well, What's especially like? if, um, well, you have to be very careful with Wim in your neighborhood because if he's sitting next to you and you don't put your glass of water far away and he doesn't know where it is it can just go um, mm -hmm. on the table and of course don't put things on the floor because if Vim knows the way in the office then he um, uh, is not expecting that something is different so you have to be very careful yeah. uh, and the good thing about Vim is that he dares to ask for help and that is something really important not only for Vim but for everyone it is not weak to ask for help. And if we if we take a step one one more level up mm -hmm. in terms of abstraction, how do you see both of you? Mm -hmm. How do you see your role at the Employability and Inspiration Center in uh, in making Capgemini more diverse and inclusive? Do you see a specific role for you guys? Yes and no. Yes, because uh, what we think is really important is that uh, people belong to something or someone and that's be connection is one of the uh, main purposes we have in life we want to belong to our family to our friends to a, a sports team mm -hmm. to our company to our team um, and if you struggle with that we can help you with that to add uh, to feel connected not only to others, but also connected to yourself. And that means that you accept yourself the way you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, you might be different, um, but everybody is different because everybody is unique. And for me, that is the main reason why I'm a coach. And I want to help you figure out what your uniqueness are and that you um, really accept yourself and love yourself for who you are. Mm -hmm. What about you, Wim? What do you think your role is? Yeah, for for me, my role is is uh, clear that in in my work as a coach, I I can help people all day in 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 showing them. Okay, this is what's happening. Um, perhaps it doesn't seem very easy for you, but uh, look, uh, this is possible. And so, so, so to give someone a perspective, um, um, a good, healthy uh, perspective with a lot of positive energy. This is what we are doing as a coach. Mm -hmm. And and well, from my own experience, I can show. Okay, perhaps your situation may seem difficult, but everything is possible. Uh, but 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 uh, and to help them see that and feel that. Yeah, that's 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 what, how I do my coaching, and and uh, and it's very fulfilling if you see people change that they start believing also these possibilities for themselves, and then they start opening and being happy. Yeah. So yeah, 
I see a big role there for myself. And also that it is okay that it is hard. Uh, life is not only about happy moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so allow yourself to feel disappointed, to to feel hurt or struggle uh, with things. That's okay too. Yeah, it's like the acceptance thing that was yeah. one of the first phases that you had to go through exactly. to really be able to have yeah, it. Yeah, and look- accepting doesn't mean that, okay, I've accepted accepted and I can never complain about it, it or can never uh, cry about it. No, it means that you allow yourself to to feel those emotions and see uh, what is possible. Yeah, so, so it's about, you know, resilience. Because on the one hand, you should take responsibility as a company, but on the other hand, if everybody expects the company to take that responsibility for you, you will at some point run into difficulties, right? I think it's a collaboration. Um, You have to do it together and not uh, finger point uh, to each other. Uh, You have to take your own responsibilities, but the company has a responsibility in it too. Yeah, I think it's a joint responsibility. And within the Capgemini culture, the employee starts. That's the first one to be responsible to say what you want and need. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and on the other hand, the company needs to create a safer environment yeah. so that you feel safe to say what you want. Exactly, and that's that's what's already happening. Yeah. Capgemini creates that safe environment so that, that stimulates the employees to really come out with what they want and what they need, yeah. uh, but, but, but you have to say it. How important is it for, say, like a... Uh, a big organization somewhere in the Netherlands to have a center like the Employability and Inspiration Center ready for these kinds of situations. Well, I mean, I'm not asking you to do an elevator pitch, but I'm I'm curious, like, how important is it? What What have you experienced so far? Well, of course, you're asking me that. Uh, I think is really, really, really important. <laughs> uh, what else can I say? Um, but if you see what the impact is. And that we can have on people, it's life changing. And I'm feel very, I'm really feeling honored that I'm able to create that impact with the coachee. Yeah, and and, and the strong point is, Capgemini facilitates this internally because when we tell about our center to the new joiners during the onboarding, they mm-hmm. say, "Oh, that's great mm-hmm. that th- these facilities are available internally." And that's exactly the difference between what we do and external coaching. Because we are in the company and people can come to us and we understand what's happening. But so far, thank you so much, uh, Wim and Evelyn, for uh, for joining me and uh, for sharing your story here in this uh, podcast. And for all the listeners, thank you as well and hope to speak to you next time.